I've been asked this question many times. Why do I stress so much on creativity? So I thought let me just share with you all why creativity is so important in life or why we should not kill the creativity that is there in the kids, our children that we are parenting, why we should not kill the creativity in them. So let me tell you a story about it. Once God was thinking, when God started creating this whole creation, this whole universe, then four angels were sitting in front of him. And uh, one of the angel, the first one, he said, uh, he asked God, how are you going to do it? The second one asked him, you know, why are you doing it? And third one said, can I have it after you are done? And the last one, the fourth one said, can I help? So basically there are four types of people. The one who asked, how are you going to do it? is the one who has a scientific bend of mind. They are scientists by nature. They want to know how this is done, how that is done. And they go on dissecting because the only way to find out how it is to remain separate from the creation. You can only analyze or dissect or you know, know about something only when you are separate from it. You are different than you are other than what you are trying to analyze means you have to maintain the subject and object and the relationship between the two. You have to remain, you have to keep that objectivity alive if you want to know how. So all the scientific kind of people, they just keep on dissecting, keep on analyzing, keep on looking into how, how, how this creation, how this happened, how did that happen, how did the universe came into existence, how they came into existence and they keep on doing that. It's one kind of a mind game that they play and that they keep busy themselves with. Second time of type of people were philosophers, those who asked why. Now, why is a type of question which is which you can ask all the way till infinity? Because what no matter what the answer is, you can again say why. So it can keep on going on and on and on, and never you will reach any conclusion. So that is why the entire philosophy is non-conclusive. Because whatever conclusion even exists, you can ask even why on top of that. So why is that kind of a question? It's a never-ending question. So that is another mental game. That is another mind game. But people love to play. Some people are that way. And that is how philosophy came into existence. Third one was a political mindset. <laughs> They said, can I have it? Can I possess it? So that is the possession. The feeling of possession is there. And everything that politicians, political mindset wants to possess. Can I have this? If I am into relationship, can I have this person? Can I have, a, have this tree? Can I possess this tree? They are trying to draw boundaries around everything that they possess. But the moment you create a boundary around anything, then it becomes dead. 
tight. You try to draw boundary around love and it will be dead. You try to restrict and keep the tree in the boundary, tree will be dead. But if tree is alive, every time it is going to grow out of the boundary. It won't follow your rules, regulations and boundaries of whatever. You can chop off, chop it off. If it grows outside the boundary of your house and starts growing into another house, you can chop off that tree. But you can only possess those dead branches. You will still not possess that tree. Till the time tree is alive, you cannot possess it. So anything when it comes to possession, <clears throat> these political mindsets are very much interested in possessing everything. So these are three kinds of people, three kinds of mind games that a person can be categorized into. Now, last one was the one who asked, can I help? That was a person who was in surrender, who wanted to surrender. He wanted to be one with the creator. He wanted to be one with the creator. So the only way to be one with the creator is to be in surrender, perfect surrender. There's no ego, there's no mind playing out trying to understand why's and how's of everything. He's not trying to possess the creation. He just wants to be with the creator. And that's where the surrender arises. So all those people, those who are composing the music, writing poetry, or into any kinds of writing, coming up with new softwares and ideas about softwares, or coming up with a piece of art or a sculpture or a painting or anything. Anything, when they are trying to create something, in those very moments, they surrender themselves. Their ego does not exist. They become meditative, they have a thoughtless mind. And that's when the true creation happens. Here, do not confuse the creation of something with the talent creativity and talent creation and talent these two are not the same thing like for example playing music someone else's music or songs or singing someone the song that has been pre-written or composed by somebody else that is a talent but first of all that music has to be composed the music has to be created only then someone else can add a voice to it others can add musical instruments to it so that is talent and you are able to play someone else's symphony but creation has to happen composition has to happen before the talent can come into picture so creativity happens before talent can show show up so creation requires surrender creation requires thoughtless mind meditative mind and that's when creativity, that's why we say that creativity is a touch of divinity. In those moments, you become the creator. You are taking part in this whole creation. Creation of anything doesn't matter. But in those moments, one was meditative. One was thoughtless. And that is how this whole creation came into existence. So the only thing that creative people are trying to do is just live in surrender, be one with divine, be meditative. 
that's why creativity is so important now what is the outcome of that creation that is not important that is different that is separate the work of art is separate than the process of creation one may create a really not very nice painting or not come up with some something great that's a different thing that art can be sold can be commercialized can be used by anyone or anything can happen with that piece of creation any anything else can be done these scientists and political and uh, political uh, bent of mind person can possess that art the scientific kind of bent of mind of person can actually dissect it and see how it was created political uh, philosopher kind of people can come up with all kinds of why did he create that why <laughs> mona lisa is the way she is <laughs> you never know whether she is smiling or not so why did somebody came up with a painting like that so all kinds of why can be asked all kinds of how kind of dissections can be done once the painting or the work of art has been created it can be possessed but first of all somebody has to do it now art the creativity those moments is what art is about is what creativity is about those thoughtless moments those meditative moments those moments when one was in surrender in perfect surrender and was not bothered about anything what will come out what will not come out was not thinking about anything like that those moments when one lived as a creator as part of the divine when one was one with divine those moments cannot be possessed cannot be dissected and cannot be put to the questions like why and that is what creativity is about creativity is not about what is being produced creativity is about those moments when one lives in surrender and when one becomes one with divine one becomes one with the creator himself to create something that is what creativity is about that is why i say that do not let kids do not destroy creativity in the kids if they are busy doing something creating a drawing or coming up but don't see how ridiculous it is or if they didn't paint inside the lines they are not coloring within the lines don't see all that what is coming out of that art or their uh, that moment do not put too much emphasis on that outcome instead put more emphasis on let the child be when they are in that creative moment because if you destroy that over the period of time they will lose touch from themselves they will lose touch from divine then all they will do is if somebody else comes up with a drawing or an art or something a sculpture or anything like that again they will use their mind and be very busy with asking questions like why did you create this why this boy is here in this drawing why the fish is outside the ocean why did you not color inside the lines all the why 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 and how did you do it if it is nice did you use this color that color or did this color this type of brush or that kind of type of brush or at the end some of them will ask can i have it that is what they will start doing it instead of being creative in themselves their mind will activate and they will start doing these other th- three type of mental games they'll get into those kind of things so don't do it never bother about what your child is producing is an art 
instead focus more on when he is in that moment to not disturb the child let him keep on doing that let him keep his touch with the divine going on let him keep that alive the way <clears throat> religion happened in this world religion became more of a more of this mental game many ask question like how to do this ritual that ritual this prayer that prayer is mantra chanting and this this thing or that thing so religion became more of a scientific inquiry kind of thing so religion where you were being taught as taught that you know you are separate you are different than the creator than the god this is god and this is you and you always have to stay separate if the business of religion has to go on so they kept you separate and that is what that is how science is doing inquiry by keeping the object separate than the subject who is doing an experiment right so religion kept you separate this modern religion kept you separate from the god and then it became some people ask questions like why why god exist why do you think god exist why does god exist why do you think this has to be done or that has to be done some people are all the time busy doing 100 kinds of religious inquiry about god about the creator about divine universe cosmos are busy asking questions why 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 they'll never get into the experiment like how scientists may get into the experiment the philosophy will just stay separate and keep on asking questions and analyzing from distance that is another thing and then comes another thing possessing so people will start possessing let me have what power of this what this shakti is what this power is let me just possess it for my own personal gains to do that is how occult powers came came into picture so this is what has happened to the religion but the true religion is art the true religion is creativity where one becomes one with divine one with god that is the true religion but you are not following a true religion you are following a mind based religion fear based religion so you are keeping yourself separate for example another another way to understand this is say if you want to go to if you want to be in your office you are working you are an employee of an of a company and uh, you want to be in your office what will you do if you want to be in your office today will you sit at home watch news about your company check the facebook and twitter updates from your company look at all the highlights and read all the news and everything or at max pray that you are in your company in your office today will you keep on praying what and you will will you also imagine that you know my employer will understand that i am with the company because i'm watching all the facebook twitter updates i'm watching all the news about my company i am all up to date with all the things that my company produces my company does my company has done in the past i am always up to date about it so my company knows i am <laughs> with the company and i don't need to be in the office right can you do that will they pay you or will they throw you out of the window <laughs> no so to be in the in office 
than to be actually working as a company, as part of the company, in order to contribute, in order to be part of what creation process is happening in your company, what service is being provided in your company. To be part of that, to be one with that, you have to be in your office, right? doesn't matter if it's your home office or your office is somewhere far away where you have to rest. So what you have to do is you need to get out of your car, get, get in your car actually, and you need to start driving, right? That, that's the only way to reach office, to be in the office, to use your car or use your bike or use, your, or use train or whatever, use some vehicle to reach there. Same is the thing with the creator, the creator, the divine, the God that you call, the universe. If you want to be one with it, you want to be one with the creator, if you want to really be one with the God, then you have to use your body as a vehicle and do some sadhana, do some tapas in the form of meditation, in the form of self-introspection in the form of you know looking within turning inward that is what you have to do you have to use your body you have to use your mind to do that right you cannot just sit sit here and keep on praying and doing this puja that ritual that prayer and think that you know i god knows i am within him and he is within me that kind of, that's a wishful thinking that's it that's all that it is Will you ever reach God that, that way? If you keep on analyzing how many 33 million gods exist and uh, this God is for this power and I am in love with this God's power so I will pray this God because I like the qualities that this God has so I will chant the mantras and uh, verses related to the uh, that were written by the poets and people who can who were in admiration or you know who were praising that shakti or that power i'll just chant those things and that way i will be one with god no you'll never be to be one with the creator means get surrendering if you really want creation to happen through you if you really want to be one with the creator you have to do the sadhana in the form of yoga meditation you have to turn inward. You have to surrender. You have to use your, you have to stop using that mind that comes up with all the questions of how, why and can I possess it? You have to stop all the mental nonsense. So, you, that is, that's when you will transcend. That is what is transcendental. And I have been a creative person all my life and I'm not talking about something that is written in some books or anything like that. I have reached that other shore. I have reached that office. I am in that office now. I'm on that other side and I'm talking from there, from my experience. That until you turn within, until you surrender, until you become thoughtless and stop using your mind, then, until then, you're not going to become one, regardless of how many pujas, rituals, prayers, or anything that you do. They are of absolutely no use at all. They are not going to help you with anything at all.
you better stop them sooner than later you better realize this sooner than later if you ask a scientist to create a painting he may always be involved in how he will create he'll come up with the process first what paints he will use what brushes he will use what kind of canvas it should be and how if you give a philosopher if you ask a philosopher to paint or to compose a music he'll stay into the boundary stay at the boundary saying that why should i do this do i have the desire to do this why should i have this? why do, do i do this why do i do that if you give a political kind of a person with the painting he will just not do it he'll see it this may be existing already <laughs> why not just possess one <laughs> why create why reinvent the wheel he's missing the whole idea that it's not about the painting it's not about the work that is there the outcome of the work it's only and only about those moments those surrender that surrender it is about having that egoless so how can you go for it the first thing that you can do is start witnessing it start witnessing your mind start witnessing your thoughts the moment a thought comes up in your mind witness it don't be dragged by it all the way otherwise one thought thought will drag you this side another will drag you that side and by the since morning just see how many thoughts are coming to your mind and by the end of the day you're very exhausted you're stressed you're full of anxiety why whole day you were being dragged by this thought that that thought this thought that thought this side that side up and down that's very exhausting experience don't do that don't be dragged by your thoughts the moment a thought comes just witness it don't even try to do any kind of analysis on it don't ask questions like why am i having this thought again don't become a philosopher don't try to analyze it or dissect it by saying how can this thought come to me why did this thought come to me or most of the time actually you are a politician you possess that thought and be, get dragged away with that thought that's what you are doing but don't do become the scientist and philosopher of your thoughts too don't do those kind of activities either just witness just see that it is there once you start seeing that your thought is a thought is there don't do anything about it slowly the second step will come when you will start seeing that a thought arises from somewhere and gets lost somewhere means it di- disappears so it's like a chain it arises from one end and it ends at the other just witness it like how you will witness if you are standing on a cloudy day and there is little bit it's little bit windy then you will see that clouds are passing from the in the sky in between there will be moments when there will be no clouds the sky will be clear but you will be able to see the passing clouds so your thoughts are nothing but passing clouds problem comes when you start playing scientist on your thoughts and start dissecting them how and when you become philosopher of your thoughts and you start asking why or you get dragged away with with your thoughts if it was a sad thought you become sad if it was a happy thought you become very happy if it was a 
thought that could give you some kind of a pride you become really proud of yourself and then you become a politician and you start playing politician with your thoughts don't do all these kind of mental activities neither analyze it ask questions why nor do dissect it as to how and nor try to possess your thought do not possess your thoughts let them <clears throat> be just like a passing cloud to you just witness it then some day you will see that yeah the sky is full of clouds and clouds just pass some day you will see the sun in between you will see the sun in between you will see that light in between there there will be clarity and there will be no thoughts you will start recognizing those moments when you had no thoughts and that is what meditation is those moments of no thought are the meditative moments that is what you will start recognizing but first of all you have to let all those clouds pass and not hang on to any cloud only then you will let the sky be clear only then you will realize it that's how a create create person creative person a person by heart living in surrender a creative person feels like then you will understand from where does creativity originates how does creativity happens once you reach those moments when you see you are able to attain that meditativeness in you so that's why i say do not bother kids about what they are coming up with if they are busy let them be busy be creative everyone has to be creative when i say being cre- be creative what i mean is be in those meditative moments when creation happens be in those thoughtless moments that's what i mean by creativity is divinity that's all that there is <laughs>